Hey, Mar. Andrew. What's going on? You get uh, divorced again, I heard? Yeah, I did. Want to talk about it? Yeah, I do. All right, ready? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to the Happy Never After Pod. recording. I'm just going to go um, off of the pre-recorded bullshit, but we are recording on St. Patty's Day! Oh, we're not... Oh, hello! <laughs> <laughs> Can you not figure out your own phone and talk at the same time? Here Andrew T. Collin oh, on Mara Instagram J. and Twitter. M- Merrick. <laughs> Mara J. Merrick. I don't know what's going on. I don't on. even have the J anymore. What happened? Well, I forgot to write down my middle name on my name change paper. <laughs> Well, happy St. Patty's Day. <laughs> to all our Irish listeners out there, hello, Arden. <laughs> hello. What are you doing today? You going... That's not Irish. Not even a little bit. Are you playing with no. your leprechaun? <laughs> That's not... With your Arden hands? It's just your own voice. Arden, Dr. Me early. <laughs> I'm drinking an early. Oh, dear God. I'm going to wear the asperities and, and make fun of uh, uh, diversity. Okay, uh, shut up. Uh- <laughs> <sighs> oh, my oh, friends are man. great. Speaking of friends. Speaking of friends. One of my, my first husband's best friend, like our our group of friends yeah. uh, that we worked with, he tried to friend request me. Wait. Last week. Okay. Yeah. And how'd that go? Well, did I you just accept? At it. No, I denied and blocked. Were you friends with him? I was. I was super good friends with him. And then uh, he took my ex husband's kind of side because they were like bros, I guess. Which husband was this? The first. Oh, so this guy's older then. Yeah, he's got like kids and a wife. You don't need to be friending someone if you have kids and a wife, a yeah. chick, a single chick. Well, was it like, did you guys have a talk about like ending your friendship? No, one time, uh, like years later, we went out and partied hard and we had sex. And then... uh... Oh, well, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. I don't know what it was. (laughs) Were you guys married or not? Was he married? No. Oh, no, no, no. He was Uh, not married. mm. No, he hadn't been married yet. He was like a little single boy. But you were divorced at this point? Yes. Yeah. From both. The first And so he was comforting you and you banged him? Or did you bang him to get back at your first husband? I banged him to get back at the first. Oh, <laughs> fucking ruthless. Goddamn ruthless. You left him, and then you bang Hi. his friend. And then I don't know why he's adding me. What a fucking weirdo. What a loser. But, like, years later, and he has a wife and kids now. Like, two little boys. I was, I looked through, I was like, oh. oh you looked through it? <laughs> Weird. I was like, when did you who? look through it? Not when he added you. This has been years. <laughs> he has two little boys that have been growing up. No, no, no. When he added me. He tried to add me last Friday. And then Tuesday when we had our snow day, I was looking through everything. Yeah. Yeah, because I had time. So if he didn't have two kids and a wife, you would accept him? Uh, probably not, no. I don't really want to live through that whole life again. Mm-hmm. I that's, that's too much attachment to that. How, how many times did you have sex with him? Oh, just one night. Yeah. Yeah, gosh, it was a fun night. Was no, it fun? Wasn't. No, no, it wasn't that great. What? But hate fuck is never really good. Well, you're not hating him. I guess you're hate <laughs> fucking your ex-husband, ex-husband through him. Yeah. Wow, that's like... It's deep. Yeah. <laughs> and then did you stop talking after that? Yeah. Because it got weird? I blocked his phone number immediately. Hmm. How many of your ex-husband's friends did you bang? 
Just him. Just him? Just him. I have nobody else. There's like nobody that I would fuck with. You didn't have any other friends. Yeah, no other friends. (laughs) (laughs) So do you think that uh, picking sides, I mean, I think that's kind of bullshit to put on your friends to, to make them feel like they have to pick a side. Unless it's like some like. Well, the friends always get put in the middle and that's bullshit. Because then they're like, well, what is she doing? Well, what is he doing? these days did he say anything because i do that to you all the time well friends like a lot of friends like to gossip and like to be in the middle of it and like the drama of it i prefer not to be in it because it makes me uncomfortable i have two friends that broke up recently and i feel like there's like oh well you're with the oh you're i can't say anything around you because you know the enemy and then the other person's like oh what you choose their side because you don't put a picture up of me on instagram and it's like uh dude I just, you guys bash genitals. It has nothing to do with me. Uh, How long were they together? Uh, like a year. And I love them both equally. 50, 50, 100, 100. Do you though? Really? I don't know. I don't know. I like them both a lot. They're both good friends to me. And I don't want to lose either one of them. And I don't think I should have to choose. I think that's selfish on, on Are they comics? Point. Yeah. What are we doing? We, we going... No, no, I oh. just want to say that in comedy, it's different because it's so incestuous. And I feel like when you date a comic, as a comic, you're agreeing to an unwritten rule that you have to be okay with them being in your life still. You know, because when you normally break up with somebody, you move on and then you are you cut ties with everything. Yeah. And then you can live your own life. But in comedy, you see them all the fucking time. That's true. At shows, you see flyers of them. Yeah, but I feel like in small towns, if it's a marriage that had like a nasty divorce, everyone sees each other throughout town and the same shit happens. Uh, I, yeah, I moved. Yeah. Yeah, you just became (laughs) a gypsy. Yeah. If you stay in a small town, I feel like it is similar to whatever I'm going through because it happened. Like when my parents got divorced, there are longtime, you know, friends like they each, you know, you got Wendy and Patty and mom, you got Bill and Sue and, you know, and then they separate and they never. And it's like, why are we, why are you guys getting involved? Why does our, unless it's like an ugly breakup and the guy's like, a, or the girl's well, if abusive. if you have friends prior to also, then you get to keep those friends. Yeah, that's true. I guess it's fucked up if it's, because pri- I was prior friends with one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess. I mean, by a year. Yeah. So should I remain loyal to that friend just because of a timing? No, when my friend Dove and Jessica got together, I had a talk with Jessica. I was like, I love you if we're going to start a friendship. But if you guys break up, I have to like back off because I can't keep you in this world. And then I ended up, they were dating for like six years and I ended up really loving Jessica and Dove knows that if they broke up again, I would be Jessica's friend. Yeah. I'd be like, sorry. Well, that's also, there's also a lot of other things going on there. Yeah. That you, would make you feel. Like I would probably. Yeah, choose. It'd be weird if you choose the other, the side of <laughs> yeah. the person that's causing the problems. All the heartache. Yeah, it really would be. Yeah. I don't know. Friendship is tough. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's an, it, to make them feel like make if they make you feel uncomfortable with how you're act it's like no that's your bullshit it's not it's not my bullshit i'm not i'm here for you if you want to talk i'll keep it between us but you know do you think that they could be kosher around each other i don't know eventually you think so yeah i think so i think so too i don't know i was thinking about this yesterday because one of my clients uh 
didn't was called one of her girlfriend's friends that wanted to come hang out with her tonight. This is a very twenty mid twenties problem, uh, and it's ridiculous. Uh, she, and she was like, I, "She's miserable. She makes all of us miserable when we hang out." So I want to call her and tell her not to come out with us. And I was like, "That is horrendous. Do not do that." <laughs> uh, Wait. So it's the girl. There are two friends, and there's, then there's another girl. Yes. That makes times horrible. But the other... The so let's f- say Becky and Brittany are friends. Yeah. Brittany's roommate is Marsha. Marsha, miserable, I guess. M- Marshall makes things miserable. Yeah. Okay. And so... God damn, this is... <laughs> and so they don't want Marsha... The one doesn't want Marsha around, want- but the one won't tell Marsha she's terrible. So the other one went ahead and told her. Yes. Well, and the other one has to still but be friends. But also, I feel like you have to just... Be inclusive. I don't know. I, why, why is it such a big deal? It's a huge group of friends going out. She won't let this girl come out with them. I'm like, just ignore her. Just have her come out. And if you don't want to spend time with her, don't spend time with her. But why make her stay at home? It's so mean, I think. Well, it depends what Marsha's doing. Well, she just said that she's very quiet. And so it's hard. Oh, that's why? I know. Oh, my God. I was like, that is people. What a are fucked s- up person. <laughs> She's like a little shy, so fuck her. Burn her at the stake. Like, that's so fucked up. It's so fucked Sometimes, up. Sometimes, like, she will, like, not talk to people for a little while, and it makes me look bad. It makes me look like Because I'm, like, really talkative and annoying, and, like, I get really drunk and do shots, and, like, she won't even do all the shots. And I'm like, oh, my God. Why don't you do shots, Marsha? I just want to go out and dance and fuck random people, and you have to sit over there like you're reading a book, you bitch. I know, it was you're so great. It. She actually didn't show up for a training session today because I go, where are you? And she goes, I'm at Marshall's. I'm getting my <laughs> my Irish stuff. And I was, I go, oh my are God. you Irish? And she's like, no, but you have to have stuff. And I was like. I'm getting like my green pasties I was for like, my tips. what? <laughs> yeah. I love when people like dress up for these holidays. I I don't know. The older I get, the more I hate them. Did you ever go out for St. Patty's Day? Yeah, I did all that shit. I did all that stuff. The St. Patty's Day, the Halloween Day. (laughs) No, but what else? I don't know. There's like a bunch of shitty holidays that. uh, There's SantaCon. Oh God, that's the worst. I don't know. Wherever there's like a a group mass, like everyone wearing the same thing. I think, I don't, part of me wishes I could just be like, I'm going to put on green. I'm going to enjoy this and I'm not going to overthink it. And I'm not going to be that fucking person. Cause that person's annoying too. The curmudgeon mm-hmm. who's like, Ooh. yeah, that's me. And I feel bad. Yeah, I do too. I, I do it too. I know. But the only thing is like, I can't handle a hangover. So I'm just making fun of these people. Well, I'm all for like popping way too much Molly, doing a lot of blow. And then just as a, like a slow Tuesday, but mm. not like this whole commercialized mm. bullshit where we have to schedule something. No, just go on rip. Yeah. It's more that we're like, I think we're just mad at like whoever told us what to do you when had we were to younger. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, oh, we got to be a contrarian, be such a badass, and we're just going to sit inside and read a book like Marsha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I do. The problem is, is they get fucking hammered. And I used to do this. I used to roll around in the streets of Bourbon Street in New Orleans. I went to college. I was a fucking mess. And I was loud and I was obnoxious. And I would take my shirt off and I would fucking sweat and drool. <laughs> And I would throw up on my own dick and I would be like, that was the best fucking night of my life. I'm fucking great. And now fucking at 36, I'm a dog walker. So stop. Like, you know, I don't know if that comes, whatever. I'm just saying like, 
the loudness and like the obnoxiousness and like in your face. Do you regret all that stuff? No, I don't regret it. I don't either. I don't regret it. And I wish I could still do it. I just don't have the energy. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's why I gotta do uppers. I feel like I've always been really tired. Uppers scare me. <laughs> I always feel like I'm gonna have like a heart attack when I take uppers. I know you have severe anxiety. I'm more of a downer guy. <laughs> What's they need you know, something in the middle? What's the middle? Paxil? <laughs> Lexapro? Cialis? I don't know. I just don't like loud anymore. The older you get, the more you hate loud noises. I don't think I ever really like loud. Because yeah. every party that I would like really rage out at was at a house when it was just like chill. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, the first time I You would rage out while it's chill. <laughs> 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 fucking fucking lay down a little bit. I'm fucking, find me by the fucking Pinot Grigio, listening to jazz. I'm on the Ottoman, dude. I'm fucking raging, dude. What are you doing, dude? I'm fucking going to get on my tablet, dude, and read something, dude. I'm going stage six on this massage chair. Uh, Yeah, dude, I'm going to be laying down on this massage chair for about 20 minutes at least. (laughs) No, we'd have fun house parties. Yeah. No, I mean that's also where you get into the most trouble, I think, too. A house party? Yes, because I fucked all those girls at houses. Yeah, well, that's happened. <laughs> to you? Especially when it's chill. <laughs> Especially when I'm raging like to- and it's chill. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can, because it's private. You don't have to like go to the bathroom. It's private, <laughs> but then everyone at the party knows, and then it's not private anymore. One time, I went to a bar in Jersey when I first came here. One time with my girlfriend and uh i took a disco nap in the bathroom i I know i know that you ate it and there was only one bathroom and i was like i just need to lay down for a minute and everyone's like are you fucking in there i was like i was sleeping (laughs) (laughs) but i wanted everybody come in because i'm up now i'm up for my disco nap i don't know that's why i like houses you can just go take a nap when you need one I never quick like. 10. I never like had the balls to be like, "Hey, let's just go in the room real quick and just fuck." <laughs> you you know? are, You would rage and drool and throw up on yourself, and you'd never just rando fuck. Dude, no, I've done that. I've done that, but like not in like a house party. It's always like late at night, and I'd fuck like the last girl in the bar. <laughs> it's either that or just Was put my dick girl? in the ashtray. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, that one time I got. How many one night stands do you think you've had? Probably like twenty five, maybe. One relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I can't name you. I can't name more than like one girl I've slept with. It's so weird. I don't know. It's fucked up. I was definitely, I was like, did I have a drinking problem? I was like, oh, there's a, there's a sign. Yeah. I fucked this pilot for a long time and I should have gone out with him. And my, all my friends were, and I was like, just had him as this dude that I would sleep with. Mm-hmm. And he would show up with his, in his, in his outfit. Oh my God. I so know. Hot. It was so hot. And I never wanted to have anything to do with him outside of, well, now that there's autopilot, it's not as hot. <laughs> <laughs> like back in the day when he like controlled the fucking steering wheel, but now it's all computerized. <laughs> yeah. So, so you would fucking, big. oh my, but that is and hot. Women love a man in uniform. They do. Unless it's a Burger King uniform. <laughs> and then there was the other guy that, that lived next to him and they shared a patio with just like a thing in between. Yeah. I was started he a train dating him. What was he? <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh. And he lived above the 7-Eleven. Remember the 7 I used to date only around 7-Elevens. And, uh, <laughs> no, I don't remember. Okay. Because <laughs> I used to want to have a monster before every day at work. Like, oh, a, like that's a blue. smart. No, I know. That should be a commercial. <laughs> 
I only fuck around 7-Eleven because I love Monster. <laughs> I feel like everything that I've said that I thought was way normal is so not normal. Well, it's normal at the time to you. A lot of things we do, we don't, I don't know. I feel like now that we've slowed down, I think we were just so fast paced in our life that like we were looking for the next thing that would make us happy or make me happy. I'm not talking for you, but. Um, or fighting life. Like yeah. just like moving. Because of the anxiety and the stress and the insecurity and you're just like, I, I need to do this now to make, uh-huh. to fill a hole real quick. And then I'm going to drink Monster with tequila and I'm going to wake up, you know, I don't know, in a Hooters girl's room who I didn't even have sex with. And then she's going to tell me to get out. But then I spent all my money so I can't get a cab. So I start walking on US1 by myself. And uh, it's really hot in Florida. Yeah, it was a two. (laughs) That really did happen. It's so funny. You didn't have any money. It's the first time I ever made money in real estate. I made like $7,000. And then I, uh, I, I like spent it all that night and I fell through the table. We got like bottle service, and I brought the waitress with me through like two big bottles of champagne. And then I woke up, and the girl's putting a Hooters outfit on. And I was like, "What happened?" I like have more jeans on. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pathetic. But those were like the kind of nights I had. Like it wasn't like I don't know. And she was like, "We didn't have sex. We just stayed here." Yeah, you just I just fed you wings. <laughs> yeah, but that's how we started out, friends. You would come over and spend the night. Yeah. We have slept in the same bed, what, four or five times? Yes, more than that. You think? Yeah, because you would I come over it, to our place down in Lower East Side, too. For some reason, I think it'd be weirder if we slept in the same bed now than when we weren't even that close of friends. It's interesting. I don't think that you, I don't think it would be weird. It depends how big the bed. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> like a, oh, our guest is Hello. here. Thank you for coming. Of course. Are you kidding? I'm so pumped. Yay. The best. So we have, you say it just like the car, right? Lindsay Buick? Buick. Yeah. yeah. Buick. Dude, that was really good. Oh, actually. She Everyone didn't get it right, though. <laughs> yeah. She said Buick like the car. I know. Yeah, it's right. true. It's, but it's close she enough. She added actually. A, a letter I did. that wasn't in there. Oh, no. I get it all. It's like Birch. Like, I actually, so my nickname is Booch. It's been Booch since I was in high school because no one can pronounce my last name. Okay. Um, and so it's like this thing that I ended up actually getting tattooed on my lip when I was 19 because I was like, oh, I want a tattoo, but I don't want it to mean something. And they told me it'd be gone in six months and it's still it's there. there. Yeah. So, so you want, so here. that was your thought. I want to get a tattoo that doesn't mean yeah, something. Exactly. Like, well, that means something to me, but it, like, isn't so serious, you okay, know, yeah. in a place where nobody would really know it was there except for everyone listening now. So what and is, don't they hold, they hold your lip down the yeah, whole time? Yeah, they do. They do. It's still so, there. So who, it's way there. It's like way there. And I got lipstick all over my fingers. It's cool. I, yes. None of my tattoos mean anything either. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so it's cool. Yeah. I actually have the whole Old Testament in my mouth. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's That's crazy. so fun. I know. It's pretty cool. That's so fun. Yeah, the only person that <laughs> actually notices is my dentist every time, too. Every time. Like, ooh, you have a tattoo? Like, yeah, same one. <laughs> same, same, same one. You gotta go to a new dentist. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, okay, so sh- you are a life coach specializing in divorce. I am. So uh, how'd you get into that line of work? Oh, you know, got divorced. <laughs> 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 went, through, went through a divorce myself. Um, oh, it's quite the story. So I got married when 
I was 25. One of those things where I was had been with the person for from my 20s till whatever for four and a half years was like, I guess the next step is getting married. I think that's the the logical next step here. Even though did it you wasn't- feel like it was stagnant and you just needed a next step, or um, just do you feel societal pressures? I think it's every like all of that. Yeah, you know, I the think tattoo wasn't yeah. going away. The tattoo wasn't going away. <laughs> the tattoo wasn't going away. It was actually um, he was my best friend, um, and then we started dating, and, um, you know, we had the story, right? The, like, he hit all the boxes, he's your best friend, you have all this life together, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, and, and I felt crazy because it wasn't something, like, I felt like I was too young to be in a relationship like that, but he was so sure, like, so sure that this was it. And so I convinced How myself- How old is he? Same age. We were okay. both, yeah, we were both 25. And so I had convinced myself that there was something wrong with me, right? Like, I'm like I'm the crazy one. Here's this good man that loves me. Um, and this was before I realized that wanting to not be in a relationship is enough of a reason to not be in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and so... I was just like, this is what my life is. This is what you do. You date someone, you get married, you move to the suburbs, you pop out some little brats and that's it, you know? But then I got married and Big I- Big wedding? No, little wedding, actually. We were we went to San Francisco City Hall. It was actually like, well, the actual day was the worst storm in 17 years okay. in the Bay Area. So if that wasn't a sign for yeah. you, I don't know what is. Um, like the place that we had our reception canceled on us like day of because there was no power. Like it was like a whole, it was oh a whole thing. Oh my God. Um, it, but, you know, got married and that day was actually super special. Like as I think all of our wedding days probably are, you know, you're probably like, but you're like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Um, but then I... It looks good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Did your parents want you to have like a real wedding though or do you feel like... No, my parents oh. are so awesome. They're like... So they um, they had a wedding with like 300 plus people mm-hmm. that it was just too much. And they were like, listen, my dad was ready like five days before their wedding to just elope. Like he was like, my mom was freaking out. She's like, I don't even know these people. Like how did this yeah. get so out of control? Yeah. He's like, let's go, let's elope. They've always been so supportive of me and whatever it is that makes me happy. Um, but yeah, so I got married and then I remember we went on our honeymoon to Cabo and came back and I walked into the room that we shared together in our apartment and just started crying. Like I was just like, Oh, this didn't fix anything. Like, this is not, like, this is the same, just with a title on it, and holy fuck, what am I going to do? Yeah. You Did know? you feel like the walls were starting to close in? Oh, I, f- oh, it was awful. <laughs> I, felt, I felt like... Did you think your apartment was going to get bigger? <laughs> There's not- yeah, like, that's so crazy. Same I thought I just view? magically have a house now. Yeah. So crazy. We don't have a house in Malibu yeah. now? Like, what's what wrong with us? This? Yeah. Yeah, no, and then, you know, about, we continued, and I think that part of it is that when you get married, sometimes, and especially when you're younger, when we get married, we make it mean that we're supposed to act a certain way and we're supposed to do certain things, and so all the things that I was already feeling got exacerbated, mm-hmm. um, and just, I just felt trapped, exactly what you're saying, totally trapped. 
Um, and so we ended up getting divorced, like, or splitting six months later. Um, and when we got divorced, my the company that I worked for, which, crazy enough, I was coming up in the elevator and saw one of my old coworkers here. Here? here. Oh, my like, God. Like, he just moved here. So like, weird. It was so weird. It was such a coincidence. Like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> so my company gave me six weeks off and um, to just cope and do whatever I needed. And so I was writing in my journal, and I was like, okay, these are the things I want to do in my six weeks. Like, this is what I really want to do for myself. What a cool company, by the way. Oh, awesome. Nextdoor.com, y'all. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, super good. I should. I would have every week off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a hangnail. Yeah. I need a month. I need a month. I need, no, you know, they take are. It. They're take totally. It. They're totally the shit. They're so great. Like paid leave for six weeks? No, not paid leave, oh. but continued um, health coverage and yeah. everything. They were just really like they were really there for me. Awesome, awesome company. Um, but in that six weeks, I wrote down, I was like, okay, everything that I want to do. And I like was writing and writing and writing. And then I looked back and everything that was listed was a chore. It was like, clean out my closet, like, like deep clean my carpets. Like it was not, there was no exciting. There was, it was very exciting. <laughs> I lived a very crazy life. Skydive um, naked. Skydive After I clean. After I clean. After I clean the plane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clean the plane's Clean bathroom. Clean the plane's bathroom. <laughs> Don't so actually fun. jump out at all. Just stay and clean. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that was another moment that I sat and I looked at my list and I was like, holy fuck, you completely lost yourself. Like I I had I was I had nothing. Like I had no passion in my life. And, and so, before you got married, did you, ha was there a shift? Do you feel like before you got married, you had a little hope? And then <laughs> I think, so I think it was like the slow roll kind of where like I was dancing and then you start giving things up because you feel like you Just should. Just kind of have a, you know? a large range of listeners. What yeah. does dancing mean to you? Oh, what is dancing? <laughs> I have, was the pole so clean? Have... <laughs> was it a clean pole? So, so this is before the pole. This is before the, before pole. the pole. So I was actually a competitive dancer when I was younger. I uh, competed in tap and jazz. Okay, and different dancing than I was thinking. Different dancing. <laughs> different dancing. Um, but I loved it. It was everything mm -hmm. to me. Still, still today, dancing is everything to me. Um, and hip hop. Hip hop is like, it's my jam. It's really good. Um, so me too. Yeah, I bet. I bet it is. I I'm love to see your dance moves. I'll show you. <laughs> you <actually laughs> do. I get some music going. I can move my I hips bet for you a guy can. that doesn't have sex. Your I can move my hips. <laughs> your good. hips do not lie. <laughs> they, no, they lie plenty. They li <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, so I came back and I was like, "Girl, you gotta figure your shit out. Like, you gotta like this is your you time. You really gotta do things." So, started dancing, started writing a lot, started reading a lot, started doing things for myself again, um, and spent a good six months just really, um, really with me, like really trying to figure out who I was outside of this relationship and you so know at this time were you also separating or just separating divorcing yeah at this uh divorcing okay yeah we were like decision made okay like, so go. it was mutual no okay. no it wasn't <laughs> um it wasn't it was he wanted to work on it and i didn't 
Like it was so three months. What did he do that just drove you crazy? <laughs> no, it wasn't. You know what? He is actually a really good person, and I am the one that like really fucked up. <laughs> fucked up. That's everything. nice to hear, actually. Yeah, that is very. Because it's always yeah. usually fingers pointing. Yeah, 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 and I like. It's not to say that he. There were not times where he was very unkind to me, like in her divorce, which you would probably expect mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. if you had vowed your life to somebody, and then they decided like six months later that they didn't want to be with you. Um, but three months into our marriage, I ended up cheating on him. I'd never cheated on anyone in my whole life. Yeah. Um, and then for another three months, I didn't tell anyone about it. So I was like, Did you sleep with him again, or just the one time? Never slept with him technically. You just oh, d- danced. Yeah. You guys no, danced. Yeah, we just we just diddled. We just diddled a lot. You know what? I just cleaned his place. Yeah, I just, I just with my mouth. If you mean by his body, with my mouth. No. Um, so so after I cheated on him, of course I'm three months into this marriage and I'm like, you fuck. Like, what are you doing right now? Yeah. Like, you just got married. Three months later, you cheated on this dude. Like, what are you doing? And everything that I had ever understood of people that commit adultery or or cheat on whomever, that they're bad people. And so all of a sudden, I was in this space where I was like, shit, I guess I'm a bad person. <laughs> like, I guess that that's like me. I'm well, just, you're not a bad person. You just did a bad thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. but it took me... A while to figure, like, to come to terms with that. Right. You know, because there's terms like once a cheater. We'll decide later if yeah. you're a bad person. Yeah, I know. I'll show you guys. I'll show you guys. Well, I'll trick you into thinking that I'm a good person. My, my room's dirty. So yeah. <laughs> if you clean my sheets, I think you're cool. Yeah. You can cheat on whoever yeah. you want. Do whatever you want. Do you. It's all good. Do you. It's still you. Do you, dude. Okay, so you're sucking this guy off. Yeah, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So you and found yourself on your I knees. I found myself on my knees, <laughs> looking up, saying, God, what have I done? Keep doing it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, no, but yeah. You, so, no, I, but, so I had for those three months in between when I cheated and when I finally told him that I didn't want to be with him, um, I, like, convinced myself I was the worst person in the world, right? Like, mm-hmm. it was like, and I didn't tell anyone. Like, it, I just kept it. I was convinced. I was like, okay. You got to prove to yourself that you're a good person. Like, you got to prove that you can do it. But I could not. Like, it it rotted me from the inside. It was so, it was so awful. Um, and it all came to fruition one night when it was my brother's graduation. And we rented a limo to go to San Francisco. And uh, I got so blacked out. Don't remember. Like... Ended up, like, screaming at my ex-husband, like, I don't want to be with you, like, fuck off, like, and, like, I don't want to be with you, let's break up, like, and the next morning woke up, and he was so sad, and I had no idea what had happened, and then he told me, and I was finally like, yeah, you're not okay, <laughs> like, you, you, like, you need to come clean, like, you know exactly, you know exactly what you need to do right now. Yeah. Um, Read and- another limo? Yeah, right? <laughs> Oh my God! We gotta get in another limo. No, that was fun. Yeah, no. So the reason that like, so we rented this limo, and the reason that I brought that up is because I ended up throwing up in the limo that night. Yes, on the way home. Lucky for everyone in that limo that they got to experience that. Um, 
But so, so sad. So like it's like you know it's was one of like a sand ride throw up. It was or like, like all we were like there. pulling onto the freeway to go home, and I was just not okay. <laughs> like that was it. Um, and so like then I told him I didn't want to be with him. It was super hard, super sad. Who was all there in the limo? With you? It was um, my grandpa. It was me, my ex-husband, my sister, my brother-in-law, my cousins, my brother. It was like a whole family affair. Oh, that's you know, nice. at least you didn't have to tell him afterwards that you guys were breaking up. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, we saw. We saw what happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but you're holding in the secret and it's holding like, in the secret, and yeah. then I finally tell him. Wait, you told him that you cheated on him? Yeah, I finally tell him. And he <laughs> flips a, he takes a glass bowl and he, like, it's on a table. And I'm sitting on the floor with my back and he, like, throws it at me. It shatters next to my head. Like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is my life right now? Is this real? Is this real? And so he left for a little bit. Um, and then he came back. He's like, I want to work on this. And I was just like, I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah. And it, so that, like, the whole, that was a whole lesson in, like, you can just say you don't want to be with someone. Like, I still had to say, I don't want to be with you. Yeah. At the end of the day. Like, I was just acting out. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, I was acting out 100%. Um, And so... You know, lessons to take away from that is like one, wanting, not wanting to be with someone is enough of a reason not to be with them. Um, Two, you can just tell someone. (laughs) You don't need to like, my thing, my thinking was I want him to leave me because it'll be easier. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't going to do that. Making a tough decision is not easy. No, no. You got to just do it. You got to just like man up and go for it. Commit and go for it. And you like being mean to him, like, isn't going to make him not want to no. be with you. If anything, it might make no. him want to be yeah. with you more. Exactly. It was just like, it was, I was all mixed up, right? All mixed up on myself. So I take these six months. I really commit to myself. Um, and then, you know, start talking to someone and they ask me out on a date. And like, I'm like, go fuck yourself. Absolutely not. I'm not going on a date right now. Like, don't you know I'm divorced? Like, I'm completely broken. Don't you know this? Um, And then, you know, the holiday party happens. This is actually my boyfriend now. Like, this is the man that asked me out. And he, uh, we ended up hooking up at our company's holiday party and then woke up the next day and was like, well, you're just making great life decisions, girl. Way to go. Like, way to kill it. How long ago was this? Um, a year, like oh. a year and a half ago. Okay. So it's yeah. still kind of fresh. Yeah, it's still kind of fresh. Um, and he kept asking me on dates and I was like, go away. Like, no, don't you realize we like just hooked up and then we don't talk to each other anymore. That's like, <laughs> that's the thing that we do. Like, do your part. I'm doing mine. <laughs> like, we're, we're done, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. And um, every relationship I have. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Don't you get it? Don't you understand? Don't call me. <laughs> but I want to be good to you. No. 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 <laughs> do not be good to me. Treat me do like not- shit. God damn it. That's what I deserve. Okay. Exactly. You fucked me on a printer. Yeah. I don't love you. <laughs> exactly. He's your ox. So yeah. awesome. So he ends up asking me on a date and I say yes. And then the morning of the date, it's Christmas Eve, he 
I call him. I'm like, I can't do this. I just can't. I you can't went on do a it. first date on Christmas we Eve. We did. Yeah. Okay. We did. Um, and You're Jewish. Are you Jewish? Right? No. <laughs> no, but like, I'm not Jewish, but I also like my family doesn't really celebrate Christmas. We're okay. just, you know, so we hang out. It's sounds like limo. Yeah. I mean, I do live in San Francisco, yeah, y'all. So, pretty cool. <laughs> like, um, so I call them and I'm like. I can't do this. I can't do this. He's like, listen, I totally get why you, like, you're against this. I understand how you're feeling. Let me tell you, like, I just want you to take a couple of things away from this. One, I did not ask you to marry me. Two, I didn't even ask you to be my girlfriend. Like, I'm just, I'm just sitting on the phone like, oof. Like, oh man, he's really laying into me. Because right every now. woman does think twenty years down the road. Yes. As soon as you ask him, like, oh, I don't know, does he have a good job? And then what's gonna happen? <laughs> yes. if, yeah, you're like, calm. Will you're like, throw a glass bowl. Yeah, <laughs> my face. Um, eventually, <laughs> yes. But yeah, I hope so. That's passionate. Yeah, then we can super fuck on the passionate. Glass. Yeah. Yes, it's like feel something. Finally, I can call why because there's glass in my back. <laughs> I'm bleeding. Yeah, I'm bleeding. Um, yes. Yeah. So, so he's like, I just think that you're an interesting person, and you gotta eat anyways. Like, let's just go eat together. And I was like, Yeah. Why? What? What? Like, I was already like you're saying five years down the line yeah. for sure. Like, I was like, I was like, but this date will lead to another date, which is a five more dates, and then we're like, What are we gonna do? This is so crazy, you know? And I was so in my own head about it, and we end up going on this date that was like the most amazing thing ever. And I remember like thinking about it later. I'm like, God damn, I almost deprived myself of this super awesome experience simply because I was in my own head about it, right? I was making a date mean that I had to commit myself for the rest of my life. And so I started questioning why, like, why aren't people talking about this? Why don't people talk about like this post-divorce trauma almost that you have where you project what you feel about divorce and what you feel about what divorce means for your love life onto the person that's asking you on a date, you know? And so um, I quit my job and went to life coaching school and decided that that's what I want to do. <laughs> life coaching school. Life sounds- coaching school is awesome, actually. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be real with you. It sounds super crazy, y'all, but I swear to God, Andrew, I know that we're coaching in a little bit. So, uh. like, <laughs> so. I have a cold. <laughs> I don't feel well. I will show you the magic. Show you the magic. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. (laughs) I don't know. I I, I look, I'm, yeah, I'll be open, but not really. But like, not really. I'll try. I don't know. I'm part of a few divorce groups on like social media. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the women will post these long diatribes about how they met someone, but they're not ready. Mm -hmm. And they don't want it. I'm like, this is just one hour of your life. One just hour. go live your life. And just say yes. Say like, yes. To, it doesn't don't have say to mean. yes as much as I do, but say yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. no yeah. yeah. <laughs> like take this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What is it? <laughs> I don't know, but it seems good. But it, it seems all right okay. Right now. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> body, body feels good. Where did my last three hours yeah. go? <laughs> were you Were you afraid with with the new guy that mm-hmm. you would possibly break his heart again like oh it's always, yeah it's so interesting with like the side of the person that actually 
does whatever. Yeah. Like the, the adulterer, whatever. You yeah. Know? And it's always such a stigma thing. But there's a real pain in that. There's reasons why you did it. Mm-hmm. It's not just because you're a bad person. And I think a lot, you know, my dad cheated on my mom. And I just feel like, you know, he was constantly the, well, the villain. Well, she just wanted out. Yeah. So she was doing things to well, get out. I'm sure my dad wanted out too. But Yeah. And, and then he felt guilty and stayed. Uh, yeah, probably. But like, yeah, but then he ended up marrying the woman. But I'm just saying, though, it's just interesting that like you had fear mm-hmm. that you would hurt someone mm-hmm. again, possibly. Yeah, no, totally. I, um, it's so interesting that you said this. I have been researching cheating for a while now, just be like specifically for this reason, because when we started like out dating, on the field, yeah, I've just been cheating on my <laughs> ex-boyfriend or on my, on my boyfriend. I'm like, sorry, Kevin. Sorry. <laughs> Find out this way. So is this, is this the life coach? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we no. can heighten this table up as a pole. We could dance again. Yeah, we could dance again. We could dance again. But so, yeah, yeah. So I like my. Um, I really did struggle with that when we first started dating. I I kept questioning, like, am I even capable of being faithful to somebody? You know, and that's really, it's really hard to come to that realization and be like, wow, I, but the thing is that, that I realize now is I am in complete control of what I do and what I don't. Like, there's no outside force forcing me to do anything. And so it really is my choice. And I know, like, it was so painful to to deal with the aftermath of cheating. It's it's not something that I will ever do in my life again, and I can say that with complete confidence. Um, but yeah, it's 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 totally an insecurity, like one hundred percent an insecurity. Like I, it's something that like I've had to coach myself on. I had to get coached on by mm-hmm. other people. Um, because it affects me in a whole bunch of ways. Because if I'm questioning myself like this, I start, like, whatever you believe in your life is going to manifest. I really do believe that. So if you're like, oh, I'm not capable of being faithful, that makes you feel insecure. And when you feel insecure, maybe you push away from your partner. The result is that you keep moving farther away from each other. Or Also, if you tell yourself something, what is it, seven times? Seven times. You'll immediately just start believing it as part of your life. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I got a big dick. I I got a big dick. (laughs) (laughs) I got a huge dick. Uh, How many is that? How many was that? How many was that? I can't do it again. I can't. can't. If it doesn't happen, I can't live with the disappointment. Oh, my gosh. Okay, it's giant. It's big. It's big. It's big. It's big. It's big. big. I cheated on second one before Mm -hmm. and after marriage. Mm Mm-hmm. Before uh, what? Before we got married and after we got married. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how did you feel about that? Good. I don't know. I didn't really feel. Okay. Yeah. I don't really have. I mean, I know it's bad in theory. Uh, in my head, I logically know it's not a good thing to do. But I also could care less about the the dude. So I was like, well, whatever. And the sex was great. Yeah, I think that's so. That it's so interesting that you say that because I was like, it was one of those things where I was felt like there's something wrong with me because I was like. I was like, oh, I just am not really into this sex. And then I hooked up with this other man and I was like, oh no, there totally is something missing. Yeah. Like there's and all of a sudden I was like, it was, it was as if it was 
um, validation for me, right? Like, it was as if it was like, oh, no, you weren't just imagining this. You know, like, this is like you, this is not what you want for yourself. I remember exactly what I went to D.C. when I was getting my consulting gig and I was interviewing. And this member from the gym out in San Diego I ran into him at a coffee shop and we always, he always would come in and sit at my desk in San Diego. And then I was like, what the fuck are you doing here in DC? I'm interviewing, same thing, mm-hmm. elevator. Oh, maybe like yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the next day he's like, come over and see my place. Maybe you can rent my house. And then I opened up the door and he basically just slammed, it was like right out of Fifty Shades of Grey. He slammed <laughs> me up against the wall, started making out with me. And then we fucked on an air mattress upstairs like, on the top floor Amazing. of this huge, like huge brownstone there. Why didn't and, he have uh, furniture? Because he wasn't living there. Oh. Because he had, he was like an attorney there. <laughs> was it even DC. his place? Yeah, Did he it was break his. in? You it was sure? his. So I went back for several times. <laughs> <laughs> And that was great. And then I was thinking the same thing. I was like, it's so monotonous at home and it's so boring. And this guy actually took time to figure out your body. And my ex had such a huge cock because he told himself so. Yeah. Then he just like <laughs> seven times. <laughs> then he just like stuck it in. And he was like, that's good. And my guts would hurt. Oh, it hurts. My guts. Oh my god. Guts I would just is a every time after work. Guts is a terrible. I felt it in my gut. I did. I would have to like lay down or go sit in the tub. I'd have to move my guts around. <laughs> <laughs> what are your guts, by the way? <laughs> Just your innards. Your, your innards. innards. Oh, that's oh, even that's worse. worse. <laughs> it's like a turkey. <laughs> but don't you feel like though that like the passion is there with that person because all you're getting is the best part of that per like sexually wise. So it's like, oh, this is fucking hot. And it's there's different. no expectation of that's them. what I'm saying. Yes. And and, yeah. you, and they don't have time to disappoint you by eating too loud or whatever, doing like little things that piss you off. You're just These fucking are all Andrew things. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. By wearing the same color every day. Yeah, by, by not showering. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like biting their nails till they're fifty and and having little weird thumbs but no but like you get like the best version of that person and you don't and you don't end up getting all those little like annoying things so you think in your mind they're just way better because you like because that's all you're getting yeah i i do believe that's part of it i think for me now um i i think that it's partially with um with my ex, like, I also wasn't being the most open, like, sexual partner either, right? Like, I was very closed off because I really did have a feeling that this wasn't where I wanted to be. And so I was pushing, pushing away from him. Um, I also but, think if you like, you started dating him at, like, 20 or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you fuck at 20, you might just, like, do missionary and doggy every <laughs> once in a while to get weird. So, like, to go from, like, yeah. that to then be, like, hey, let's fuck on top of, you know, like, I don't know, a swing set or whatever mm-hmm. outside, you know, in the middle of the day. It's hard to, like, be like— I know. I think I got go ruined because I would married a 42-year-old who was like, let's do whatever, let's do this. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it started like that. But if you dated, like, a, like, like if a you lost Virginia, like, a 20-year-old guy who was like— Oh, do you um, want to do doggy? Can I touch you? Yeah, yeah. Over your shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I come, like, somewhere else? It's like, and then you're like, no, Where, you can't. asshole, tell me. Where? In my asshole, asshole. In my asshole, asshole. Eat the ass. Eat it. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, it's hard to, like. I think that that's true. I think, um, I mean, now I, with my partner now, it's 
fucking awesome. We have yeah. great sex. And it's, I think it's because we're both super open to each other. We both trust each I other. Like you're an open person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just come on here. I'm like, let me tell you my life story. <laughs> um, so, but I also think it's because we put in the effort. Like we don't take for granted any day that we wake up and choose each other every day. And I think a lot of times with marriage, you think that you have to stay versus that you are choosing or Mm -hmm. want to stay every day. Um, And I think that we all know, like, you can divorce. Like, you can Can get divorced. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. What'd you do with your dress? Oh, so this is funny. I um so I got like a little fifty dollar dress from Nordstrom's for my city hall wedding, and then we were gonna have a dress, um, or we were gonna have a dress. We were gonna have a wedding like eight months later in my parents' backyard. It's so beautiful. They have these like crazy big oak trees. So so pretty. Um, so I bought a f- super expensive dress for that, and then after we got married at city hall, we we're like, we don't want to do that. So now I have this dress that I've never worn. Actually, you still have it. Still have it. We well, can wear it with the new guy. I'm sorry, you mom. Should, my mom wants it? me to sell it. So then I just wear <laughs> like, and I'm like, I keep being like, yes, I'll sell it. I'll sell it. And then I don't. I forget every single time. It'd be funny if you just role played sex yeah. <laughs> with the new guy. Oh my God. <laughs> That's pretty fucked up. That's yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. No, it's not. There are far worse things yeah. in the world. Yeah. Far worse. <laughs> far Have you ever role played? Me? Yes. One time I played a successful person <laughs> <laughs> without a list. It was hot. Super sexy. Yeah, yeah. Super sexy. I was like, what? what do you want? You want to? How did the dude ask you to marry him? Oh, well, yeah, this is a whole thing. Um, so, well, we first kind of decided, like, it was getting to the point where we just kind of decided that we were going to get married. And I was like, hot. cool, super hot, <laughs> super sexy, very romantic. Um, and,. So I was like, this seems like it's getting pretty real. Like, I want you to go talk to my parents. Like, do your thing. Like, I just want them to be in the know about this. Um, And then it turns out he had this whole thing planned. He, like, dropped off a bag of clothes at my work and then had a limo waiting outside of my office for me. And so I, like, changed into this dress that he packed for me, like, (laughs) that did not have matching clothes yeah. in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I put on this outfit that was like t- probably pretty ugly. Um, <laughs> and like, and came down the stairs, went into this limo. The limo took me to Baker Beach in um, San Francisco, which is this beach that overlooks the Golden Gate. Super pretty. Um, and there he was, and he proposed to me on the beach. And then we took the limo to Marin, and he had rented a whole like. Thing. It was very romantic. It is I love very that it romantic. Started and ended with a limo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it came full circle. That is so true. Holy fuck. <laughs> you just realized. Damn. Damn. You should be a life coach. You should be a life coach. <laughs> yeah. Blew my mind. From <laughs> 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 limo. Oh my for God. limo driver? Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm banned from limos for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely yeah. not go to that. <laughs> no, that's so true. Yeah, it was it was really nice. It was really beautiful and, and really great. And again, my ex-husband is a good man. Um, we just had very different— Is he in a relationship now? Yeah, I think he is. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, which is like awesome, right? Because I'm like, okay, great. I didn't— ruin you you know like you may have no I like well is she a dancer (laughs) she has no legs so for 
Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> she just can't dance. Oh, so she, can't. she can't dance. No and legs. No arms. So no she legs. can't clean either. She just does the, the worm. Yeah, she just rolls in. <laughs> yeah, no. Really nice, so, though. She's really super cool, though. nice. So for everyone that's listening, I am a pole dance fitness instructor. You so that is that is the, the joke with the dancing in the pole. Like, oh, you I, are? Yeah. Really? God damn. That is hot. What do you teach? Yeah, I teach at a studio called Entangle and Sway in the city on Bush and Baker. In San Francisco. Um, in San Francisco, not in New York. Sorry, yes, in so San Francisco. So all of our San Francisco listeners, they can go. Come to Entangle and Sway. <laughs> yeah. If you went through a divorce, it's like the best San way to feel. Now. <laughs> no, you hear like things about San Fran, how people are like very like PC and stuff. Like you, That's like the common thing you hear, but I don't know. What do you mean by PC? Like, I don't know that like. What wouldn't be PC? Uh, probably talking about someone with no arms and no legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. That's right, not just San Francisco. Yeah, I feel you. Actually, now that you said that, for sure, people would be offended. What's what's the bar situation? How long do they serve drinks? Till two. Till two, and then they can stay open later. Well, most places just don't. <laughs> I love how we're like, ending on Yeah. So what's San Fran about? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is San Fran? Well, I tell me. I because Shauna, the wife of Lorenzo Lamas, yeah. used to date one of the Raiders. I love that it used to be a name drop. Yeah. <laughs> like 40 years ago, people be like, whoa. Whoa. Uh, I forget his name. And uh, he flew us up to a game. Yeah. And then somebody oh, got so shot. So you went to Oakland. Oh, we went to Oakland, oh, but somebody Oaktown. got That's shot. That's where I'm from, like East Bay. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Uh, and like it was totally yeah you're in East stereotypical. Oakland at that point yeah somebody was had brought a gun to the birthday party of the football player oh man so then it was let out so then we went to San Francisco and this one woman came up to me it was a gay club and we were with all the linebackers and they were it was like it was like the mouse and the elephants and they were like oh my god oh my god it was so fun and this lady came up to me and she was like here's what I do I order a whole bunch and then I hide them all over the place order a whole bunch of what? drinks oh and then she, oh, she's like my favorite my favorite hiding place is by the trash can I was like <laughs> shit's not gonna fall in the drink oh my god that's so crazy yeah she was showing me around and I was like what is the situation here? Yeah. How progressive though, linebackers going to a gay bar. They were very uncomfortable. Oh, they were very they were super <laughs> That's so funny. I like, I actually get my hair cut by a trans woman. Her name's Bambiana and she's just amazing. She's so great. She was actually on a, um, on Fuse TV on a show called Transcendence. She's for sure the bitchy role. She's like, <laughs> she's like the one that's just like, you're like, come on. There's no way that you're a real person. And this is the person I let cut my hair. She's that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it is. I find that uh, sometimes when you go to chicks for their haircut, you always end up just looking like their haircut. Yeah, sure. Gotta do that too. They do that too? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. So I bet going to a trans would be like your best bet. Oh, it's the, like, so good. (laughs) I look exactly like her. No, yeah, she actually, she only cuts super long hair. Her business is called Bambiana for long hair. One time I was there and she, I had just gotten my haircut and I'm walking out and she is grilling this client. Like, what the fuck did you do to your hair? Like, it's so short, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, 
are you kidding? Like, <laughs> how do you have business right now? There's no way. People There's pay no for way. that, though. Yeah. It's like extra. It's like they were abused at home. It's so true. Actually, like, this feels good. Yeah. This feels comfortable. Can you, cu- can you cut my arms? Please? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, I think we're, we're I know. Up. Yeah. Yep. It's time to go. Oh, my God. I know. Now you guys have to do some coaching. It's going to be like great. Like right now oh, on air? let's do it. Well, let's probably off, off air. We'll put it on our uh, Instagram. We'll do mini clips on our Instagram. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we sit on the couch? Yes. Get personal. <laughs> yes. Right. Get, get personal. personal. Take the shoes off. <laughs> get comfy. What, these little things? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those little touch. Okay, so where can we find you? You can Entangle. find me at Entangle and Slay. No, <laughs> you can find me at Entangle and Slay. But um, my Facebook page is Lindsay Christine Coaching, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. Um, my Instagram is dating underscore after underscore divorce. And I have a website, lindsaychristinecoaching.com. Awesome. And then we will also tag all yeah, that. Yeah, we'll tag. We'll yep. do that. Sweet. Marshall, where can we find you? Uh, SoundLoud.com. <laughs> Yeah, she probably Marshall thinks there's wasn't no- here yeah, today wasn't because here he today. wasn't feeling yeah. well. We should have probably said that up I know, front. I forgot. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, like- Marshall. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. Fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. Um, wow, Andrew? you talked a lot today, Marshall. Uh, Andrew T. Collin on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And thank you so much for yeah, coming. Yeah, of course. You got thank really you down there at, the, le- at yeah. the end. You Are know, you nervous about this coaching? He's totally nervous. He's totally nervous. <laughs> he's totally I just totally don't really nervous. believe in coaching. I just want, like, I'm more like a free spirit. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then you can always find us on Instagram at Happy Never After Podcast, on Twitter and Facebook at HNA Pod. Uh, and you can always follow me directly at Mar Merrick. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> 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 